This is Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare from Rock 94.7. Welcome to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Tonight's guest has a very impressive metal resume. He's a founding member of Texas metal legends Rigor Mortis. In addition, he was Al Jurgensen's guitarist of choice for ministry, starting with The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, Psalm 69 era. He's back with Jurgensen again for another go with ministry. Their new album, Relapse, is due out on March 30th. Mike Skasha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Terry. I've got to tell you, I barely made it, man. I I, uh, I got pretty drunk last night. So, uh. <laughs> well, we we appreciate you soldiering on in, in, in an effort to plug your uh, latest musical project, man. Cool, man. Oh, I'm glad you have me. Uh, I'll tell you what. These questions are all going to be uh, relatively harmless. Uh, relatively, though, so you know there still might be some danger here. So we'll try to take it easy on you in your uh, in cool, your condition. Man. No problem. Yeah, my my band Rigor Morris. We played a show last night. While we took a break in between recording and, and went and played a show, like like real smart move, you know. So it was a long one, late night. You guys are hardy Texas youths. You can handle that, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say youths, but uh, we are definitely Texans. Now, Mike, you started with Ministry on the Mind Is a Terrible Thing to Taste tour. You've played on several albums since then. How would you compare Relapse to past releases? Um, well, it's obviously a, a completely different record for many of those. Uh, one being the whole recording process has completely changed since then. Uh, it's, it is a heavier record since past releases, I think. Uh, but with this particular record, you know, it, it covers quite a bit of ground. It, it, uh, it's, it's not particularly aimed at, at uh, say, our president. There's some political views on this record, but uh, they're kind of about a few different things. Um, and then it's also about our lives, uh, you know, so uh, it's an inter- interesting record. Um, this record was also written and recorded and mixed and produced in three months. No kidding. Uh, where, you know, we're past... Uh, you know, especially back in the good old days, you know, we used to spend, you know, a year to, uh, you know, two years on a record. Now, you have several writing credits on past ministry tunes. What's the writing process like with Al? That's pretty generous, you know. Um, but over, probably I could say in the last, I, I've, been with, I've been with Al off and on for about 25 years. Um, and, you know, he's like my big brother, you know, um, but in the last, let's say like four years, uh, since we've been back together, working together, um, the writing process has kind of changed a little bit than past. Nowadays it's, uh, we're writing more together, um, whereas I, and before it was about, uh, I've got this part, I'm gonna bring it to him and, and then we'll see what we can do with it and I'll lay it, or I'll lay down a part and, and blah blah. Now it's like we're kinda collaborating more. It's, it's kinda cool. Um, and it's really, uh, been working as well. Like, like, uh, we both like the finishing results these days. Now you said a minute ago that uh, Al is like he's like a big brother to you. Is there is, does that make him a, a better boss in a way too? Um, 
yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're getting along together now better than we ever have. Uh, um, he is a fantastic boss to me. He treats me really well, and I have nothing but the highest respects for him. You know, he uh, he is a genius to work around with in the studio, and he's taught me uh, so much about about studio, you know, and, and tones and stuff. So, uh, um, you know, you know, I, I must say working with him, uh, in, in, in this day and age is, is much more relaxing than it has been in the past. How has his newfound sobriety affected your relationship with him? It's fine. I mean, I, you know, look, in the old days, we used to get pretty tore up together, you know, but, uh, you know, nowadays, uh, I could care less if somebody's, you know, I don't have to be high around to be anybody, you know, and you don't have to be high to be around me. You know what I mean? I've been smoking since about six this morning, so uh, I was prepared either way. <laughs> well, that's okay. And so, uh, Mike, uh, next question. When's the last time you watched in case you didn't feel like showing up? Wow. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's been quite a while. I, I would have to say 10 years, maybe. The shows were pretty, pretty crazy. That was a, that was a great tour. That was the first tour that I did with ministry. Um, it was the first time that I'd ever been in a tour bus on tour. So that was fun. Uh, and it, it opened up a lot of doors for music in general. You know, I remember that was a big turning point in music, you know, uh, and in ministry. Now, we were just talking about a little bit about being on the road and whatnot. What is your favorite memory from the road that you can share without drawing the attention of law enforcement? <laughs> or, or getting divorced. <laughs> yeah, um, that too, that too. We don't want, basically, we want to keep you out of court, if at all possible. <laughs> you know, this might sound corny, and I don't care, but in 1995, we headlined a big day out in Australia, and I walked out on stage, pretty lit up, uh, uh, Sydney, Australia, there was 175,000 people out there. And I'll never forget walking out there and my legs started shaking because I was just nervous, you know. And I couldn't see nothing but people for as long as far as I could see. And I remember hitting my guitar strings to check, you know, the, the volume. And I remember being so loud that the, everybody's head in the audience like kind of cocked back and cocked forward, and it came back at such a force that it blew my hair back, you know. And I just remember that feeling of like, this is a pretty powerful thing right here, you know. And uh, and I wasn't nervous anymore, and it just became one of the coolest moments of my life. And I remember that that moment and I've, oh, I remembered it for years you know even when I wasn't touring and when people ask me about what's it like to do that or whatever um, I mean I, I know it's not as cool as me saying uh, you know puking off the 12th floor you know into a TV set or anything but <clears throat> that was my my <clears throat> fondest memory from being on the road was that that particular show actually Oh, that's awesome! I mean, I, hey, I was in a in a in a little local band, and I did the puking off of a balcony thing. It, yeah. <laughs> that's overrated. I think your moment's way better. Well, I, I do that. I do that without being on the road. Yeah, you so. see, exactly. That's more mundane, you know. I think what you gave us was a much more special memory there. Now, uh, 
Now, Mike, you've toured with uh, one of uh, Al's uh, ten gazillion side projects, uh, Revolting Cocks, for a bit. Uh, who's your favorite cock? Okay, awesome. Uh, what, what is your uh, what's your handle, by the way, when you uh, tour with the Cox? Uh, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember, man. You you got me with that. That's been a long time. Uh, I don't remember what what my. Uh, you don't remember your cock handle? No, I, mean, I, I can't remember what they called me. I think there were a few different ones, uh, but I think I just basically just went by Mikey. Gotcha. Well, if you ever remember it, let us know, and we'll update your Wikipedia entry. (laughs) We want to make sure this is well documented. You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. I'm Terry Stevens. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show that you can hear every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight, Central Standard Time, on Rock 94.7, FM in Central Wisconsin, and also worldwide online at rock947.com. And now, more of our 13 Questions interview with Mike Skasha of Ministry and Rigor Mortis. Mike, back in the day, uh, you started Rigor Mortis, uh, one of the first metal bands in Texas. I remember buying your uh, cassette from a skateboarding shop and being blown away by it. So, Now, what was it like trying to support that scene in the heart of 1980s Texas? It was uh, really, really crazy. You know, um, that was a great time uh, to be in a band back then because... You could actually get money from record companies, and uh, whether they did anything or not, at least you still got you know some money out of them. But uh, it was uh, it was really crazy because you know we were we came up from this time where uh, glam music was was pretty much what was going on. Pop, it was like pop music, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it was really, a lot of it was really bad. And, and overproduced and overprocessed, and we hated it. So um, our whole deal was to destroy it. You know, we didn't want anything to do with it. We wanted to play our music heavier and faster, and we didn't care how. So punk rock was very appealing to us. Um, so we we hung out and played at all the punk clubs. Well, they didn't like us because you know we had hair down to our asses, and um, and we were basically metalheads. You know. But uh, so it, this crossover thing started happening, and when that started happening, uh, more people started coming to our shows. Of course, there were more fights. Uh, things got really intense, and you know we we would open up for you know suicidal tendencies or Slayer, or, or we would open up for a lot of these bands that would come through, and uh, so the scene uh, was really young and. Uh, and really open, you know, at that time. And, uh, and we were a very young, aggressive band that, uh, really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> but, uh, we knew what we were doing was original. We were about speed. We were about wanting to really play fast. We didn't care if we were the fastest. We just wanted to play real fast. And, and it wasn't about <laughs> ballads and hairspray, you know, it was about, uh, you know, drinking and breaking and having fun, you know, and, uh, and aggression. And, and of course we were into horror movies. So a lot, you know, that was our theme. What we wrote about was horror movies, which we still do. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, uh, it, it, we were definitely an original, 
really why we got signed, the fortunate thing was the labels didn't know what to do with us. You know, we were we were uncontrollable. Um, we couldn't take direction because we, were, we couldn't tell us what to do. And that might have hurt us a little bit, but uh, I really don't have many regrets for back then. And the main reason why I don't is because we're doing a new record right now. You know, um, I'm actually out. Uh, we're actually all out in El Paso recording a new record. So uh, it's coming really cool. Is uh, Al working with you? Is he producing that record with you? Yes. Yes, he is. Now, what sort of influence is he having upon the rigor mortis sound? Um, you know, he's pretty much letting us, you know, do our thing. He's just, you know, I have some particular uh, songs that I will need his magic on. Uh, but uh, the sound is, you know, we're, we're hoping to be, this is, we're hoping to get the sound we wanted off our last three records. We want this one what we've been searching for, you know, um, which has been a problem in the past because um, we could never have the right engineer, you know. And so I think we have that now. And uh, so the recordings are coming along fantastic. Excellent. And um, and I don't know why we did it, but for some reason last night we played a show at 11.30. So I, that was just weird. Um that we just took off from our recording, went and played the show, and came back and recorded. So I, I don't think age is going to play a factor in what we're doing right now. Well, you got to test drive some of that stuff live, too, right? Um, we played a couple of the, of the new ones, you know. Um, and uh, this record is different from any past ones that we've done because it's not just a speed metal record. It is, it's got, uh, it touches on some thrash stuff. It touches on some kind of really old school like maiden sound and stuff hmm. uh it uh, uh it even has a couple of slow songs on it not not like ballads but like some really eerie uh slow you know just like almost war pig sounding stuff you know uh i guess it's okay if i say stoner rock that's what it reminded me of like yesterday when i was tracking it um but uh i'm real excited for this record to come out just for that reason because we really are fans of music and we and we we don't I don't like the fact that every song a band does have something that every song sounds the same or you know stuff like that I like records that are mixed up I think this record's going to have all that and uh, there's definitely going to be something in there to like for everybody I think now, uh, so far, Ministry has a small number of tour dates planned, uh, the closest to uh, our neck of the woods being in Chicago in late June. Now, do you guys have any further tour plans with Ministry, and will we see a rigor mortis tour on a more uh, on a wider scale? You will definitely see rigor mortis touring um, quite a bit um, <clears throat> when the Ministry stuff's done for the year. Um, unfortunately, the Ministry... This leg of the ministry tour we're only hitting four cities um as i'm sure you're aware of mm-hmm. um and then of course we're doing the mass market in europe um now there is talk of us doing a second leg um of the states the following summer we, we will be pushing this record for a while um it, it's uh it's definitely a record that we really believe in, and uh, and we're very happy with it, man. So um, there's 
there's talk. There's not really much I could tell you because it's nothing's con- nothing's confirmed. You know, I think uh, you can count on us definitely doing a U.S. tour in the future. You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. I'm Terry Stevens. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show that you can hear every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight, Central Standard Time, on Rock 94.7, 102.9 FM in Central Wisconsin, and also worldwide online at rock947.com. And now, more of our 13 Questions interview with Mike Scotia of Ministry and Rigor Mortis. Now, uh, Mike, uh, one of your uh, rigor mortis bandmates, Casey Orr, he's uh, joined ministry as a bass player. Prior to that, though, he played the role of Beefcake the Mighty in Guar. Um, my question yeah. for you is, what is the freakiest sex act you've ever seen committed while wearing the beefcake suit? Uh, that, of him committing? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've seen him pick up a couple of pretty doggy girls a few times. Uh but uh, other than that, I try and stay away from that thing because that thing stinks pretty bad, man. Well, I had yeah. to ask. Inquiring minds want to know if the beefcake, the mighty suit from Guar, can actually get you laid. You know, uh, I scratched my head for years on 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 that thing just because, not because I I'm not a fan, but because could you imagine having to wear that thing every night? The amount of sweat. I mean, it goes into that thing, and having to put it on. They don't have extra costumes, so they wear the same one, like, night after night, you know. It just sounds foul. (laughs) It seems as though it would animate itself after a while. The bacteria and whatnot would just take it over. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? I mean, I would be worried about some weird skin disease or something, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's inventing new ones on his flesh every time he puts (laughs) it on. (laughs) You know what? He, he, uh, I can't say that... uh, he was very proud, you know, to wear that man. He, that's him, you know. That really is. He, he that's a that was a perfect gig for him, you know. Now, uh, Mike, being a veteran of the music biz, what advice would you give a musician just getting started today? Uh, on a positive note here, um, I would say watch your watch your back. You know, don't trust. You know, a lot of people and, uh, uh, you know, really watch, watch out, watch your money. You know, um, a lot of people, uh, you know, when I, when I got into business in the, in the early days of the, uh, mid eighties, um, I, you know, my parents, of course, were like, you need to watch, watch your money. You need to watch this guy. Do you know this guy? Why is he, you know, handling your money? Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Because I didn't, you know, I thought all that stuff I read about, you know, uh, bands getting ripped off, that was all in the 70s, 60s and 70s, you know. Um, and I had a lot of money stolen from me over the years. So, uh, and, you know, a lot of people also tend to forget that this, that's how we make our money, you know. We play, play our music and we tour and we write and, and stuff. And, uh, <clears throat> So I would say just uh, just be cautious on on who you get to run your business, you know, and and, and overlook it, you know. That that would be my my first thing I would I would uh, warn people to you know to watch out for. Now, uh, Mike, my next question: Ministry has released a a slew of cover tunes over the past couple of years. Is there a mm-hmm. cover that you think Ministry ought to do, but it just hasn't happened yet? <laughs> um. 
great question, man. It really is. Um, you know, I've, I've really covered the ones that I wanted to do with them last, uh, was it last year? Uh, I would have to think on that, man, right now, because, I mean, we've, we've covered like three Black Sabbath songs. <laughs> uh, I don't think we can cover any more of those. Uh, you know, we recovered Stone, we, we recorded Stones, uh, I would really have to think on that, you know, because we've covered quite a few ground. Maybe you, know? you can talk Al into covering rigor mortis songs. Actually, the first thing we did when uh, me and Casey came out to uh, record on the ministry record was we recorded the rigor mortis song Dying Pain uh, for Al to sing. And uh, and he actually laid the vocals down a couple of days ago. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be on our record. I don't. I think it's going to be a ministry release, but we're going to do something with it. It's going to be some sort of single or something, uh, you know, B-side, I don't know. Uh, we'll see, but it, it, it turned out pretty cool. Okay, uh, Mike, I've got one final question for you. Is there a question that you wish someone would ask you in an interview, but no one ever does? <laughs> Nobody's never asked me that before. Uh, um, I, I, get, I get, you know what, I get asked... The questions I get asked are fine, you know. I don't really, um, you know, people people are pretty well behaved on how they talk to me and ask me questions. I don't, uh, you know, my private life is left out, um, and I respect that. Um, I do like to talk a lot about guitars, so probably more questions on guitars would be cool, but I understand that's, you know, certain type. Well, it's your interview, too, so I'm going to go ahead and ask, what guitar are you playing these days? Uh, quite a few. Uh, my my number one is a Les Paul 57, 1957 gold top, uh, and uh, that that is my main guitar. Um, and, uh, and I just got a custom Flying V made that is pretty smoking, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, those are the ones that I've been... They're hard for me to put down right now. Well, we do have quite a few uh, local musicians who listen to the show, and uh, I'm sure that they're all drooling right now. So, so again, this this question served a purpose, man. You did right. You did right, man. Cool. That's Mike Skasha of Ministry and Rigor Mortis. Ministry has a brand new album due out March 30th. Rigor Mortis's new album due out eventually. We're certainly going to check that out when it drops. Mike, big fan. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us tonight on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. I appreciate it, Terry, man. Thank you, man. And as all. Always, thank you for listening to 13 Questions with Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. I'm Terry Stevens. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show that you can catch every single Saturday night between 9 p.m. and midnight Central Standard Time on Rock 94.7, also 1029 in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. Look up Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare on Facebook. Give it a like if you get a chance. I'm also on Twitter. It's at TerryRock947. Thanks again for listening.